Welcome to the whiteboard debate. This debate started several years ago with a whiteboard being hung up in the main room of an apartment. My roommates and I would write questions on it and have anyone who visited be allowed to vote and argue their stance on them. The purpose of this is to pick fun and interesting questions that everyone has an opinion on, whether they know it or not, and then try to persuade people to your side while still being respectful. We quickly learned that people would get passionate about these questions while having buckets of fun. So now the debate is starting up again, but in podcast form in the hopes to get more people asking these questions in their life. I'm Connor. And I'm Haley, and we are siblings who are ready to explore our strong opinions on these lighthearted topics. Each episode will include one or more questions and us truly recording our opinions on a whiteboard. Themes and structures may be different from week to week, but we will keep a running total of our answers. This week, our question is, when watching a movie, is widescreen or full screen best? Go to at whiteboard debate on Instagram and add your initial opinion. Don't worry, you'll have a chance to recast your vote at the end of the episode. All right, so gut instinct, what are you feeling? When you're watching a movie, are you going for widescreen or full screen? Full screen every single time. Oh, and see, I am 100% widescreen every time. Mm, mm -mm. Would you like to start your position or would you like to listen and kind of go after mine? Uh, you know, I I am intrigued by your different opinions, so I would like to hear your reasoning first. Okay. So the reason why I pick widescreen is I really love seeing the full picture of what a director and the film crew like to put into a movie. And they've shown that um, the camera choices that they use typically involve wide lenses so they can get a wide view of scenes and include more details. And when you pick full screen, you truly lose a sliver, in my opinion, more than a sliver, a chunk off of each side to be able to get it to make that box shape. And so you lose part of a movie. And I can truly remember at some point as a kid being confused watching a movie because they were referencing something and like the characters were pointing at something and it was truly cut off from because I was watching it in full screen you couldn't actually see what they were looking at and while I get it can be frustrating that it's a smaller picture uh, TVs and monitors have actually started to become more of a rectangle shape and so it kind of evens out so that's why I go for widescreen Okay. Well, I I have a couple of things to add to that. First, I feel like I owe you an apology because if something was cut off of the screen during childhood because it was set to full screen, 95% that's because I clicked full screen. Like, I'm just going to own that. It might have been my doing that you were confused. So I apologize. But hold on. When we were kids, we had square TVs. It was a mm -hmm. lot better at that point because it actually fit that screen shape the full screen did full screen did now with rectangular tvs it doesn't fit as well so i'm agreeing back in the past i would have done full screen with you okay sorry well well no not at all i guess then old habits die hard i have always been annoyed by the visual 
experience of having two black bars on the top and the bottom of a screen, to me that's annoying. And even though I logically know I'm not missing anything, um, it's those black bars aren't covering anything from the actual movie scene itself. It still bothers me to have them there. And so I just prefer to have the screen be entirely filled. And then that maybe it's a psychological thing. It makes me feel like I'm getting the full experience because the screen is full. Oh, and when it's widescreen, yeah. it's like shrunk down. So things are smaller. And now there's these weird black bars across the top and the bottom. And maybe it doesn't feel as immersive. Okay. That makes maybe? sense. So kind of when you experience full screen to you, it, um, it takes you deeper into the movie a little bit like going to a movie theater and seeing it on a bigger screen where it fits perfectly. It kind of mm -hmm. helps you isolate and focus. You find the bars distracting. So question then, what if they weren't blank, but like, what if that's where the subtitles went below and like the title of the movie was above. So it wasn't empty. Um, I don't think I would want the title of the movie above the whole time. I don't know why I wouldn't like that, but I just, I feel like having, is it weird to say that it seems less professional? It seems more like a YouTube video to have a title constantly visible next to what you're watching. So I wouldn't want the title up there, I don't think. But I have watched things in the past where the subtitles, because I have subtitles on all the time. I have watched things that I didn't select the setting, but there was blank space at the bottom. And that is where subtitles, I believe, were. Mm -hmm. Or if not where they were, then like the bottom of every screen, like scene they shot was darker. So it was like a predictable place to have subtitles. There was good contrast. That I could get behind if it felt intentional and like it was adding to the experience of the movie. Okay. That makes sense. But yeah. I think if I had had an experience like you, where you were confused because you realized something was cut off by watching something in full screen, I think I would have a different opinion. But I can't recall ever having that experience. So logically, I know I'm missing pieces off the sides. But I guess consider that to be the least important part of whatever scene it was. So I would rather be without those little tiny details and instead have a full screen as immersive as possible viewing experience. To me, that's more pleasurable than maybe possibly there being something off to the side. Okay, that makes sense. And I wish for the life of me, I could remember what that movie was. It was, I want to say all the way back, hand-drawn animation, like that kind of an era road to El Dorado E, mm -hmm. but not from a professional company like Disney or uh, DreamWorks that has that mm -hmm. figured out and probably would have caught that something was missing. It was from a smaller mm -hmm. company that probably didn't realize when it got formatted to a DVD, it was going to cut that portion. Mm -hmm. So what if because human vision is pretty like circular shape, like you focus in on a dot and then your vision spreads out. It's not mm -hmm. in a box. Would you prefer mm -hmm. 
if a TV was truly like a circular shape, would that be better than a rectangle if it was filmed that way? And would you still pick that option if it cut off like the true corners? And so you weren't just losing slivers, you lost true little triangles around the entire thing. Does that make sense? Yeah, I, huh. I feel like I get where you're going with that. However, I feel like because my TV, my hypothetical circular TV screen would not fill my entire vision. So then it would almost be like for how I would imagine virtual reality as someone that doesn't really dabble in that world at all. Like if my eyesight capacity was matched by my TV screen size and diameter, then that would be like a very immersive experience, but that's not going to happen because there's going to be space between me and the screen. So I think I would still rather have a rectangle and not lose those corners and just have the rectangle placed in the center of my kind of circular field of vision, if you will. Okay. Is there, could you estimate like how much of the TV screen would you be willing, or the picture would you be willing to lose to keep it in a square and full screen? Well, they're not all in squares, are they? No, sorry. That was a bad way to phrase that. Um, To be able to use it in full screen, how much of like the edge would you be willing to lose? Because typically it's a a rectangle that's longer than it is Mm -hmm. tall. And so you lose some of the, the length. Okay. That's what I thought. I just wanted to make sure that I didn't have some weird wrong definition of full screen in my head where full screen actually meant square. I mean, I don't have a couple things. One, if I have the remote, I'm never choosing widescreen. So I don't know how much of the things that I've chosen to watch in full screen. I have no idea how much I've lost. And I also have never watched a movie in full screen and then back to back watched in widescreen to be able to compare. So even if I've seen the same movie in both formats, I can almost guarantee I've not watched them close enough together in both formats to be able to make that comparison and realize anything that I've missed. So I don't even know how much is chopped off typically (laughs) to start with. As long as like the main subject of what's going on is fully in the screen or, you know, as much, as much intentional detail as the movie crew, production crew has added to the scene, I want to be able to see that. Like if it's relevant to the story or if, you know, it's there for symbolic purposes, if it has relevance and meaning to the story, then I want to be able to see it. But if it's just, oh yeah, there's more people sitting over here because we're in a restaurant, but they're not symbolic in any way. They're not important. You're not supposed to recognize a face over there. Nobody's going to be sneaking through the background. Then I don't need that as long as I have enough to like get all of the important details all of the symbolism enough to know like my setting that I'm in. Yeah, that makes sense. 
Like I'm willing to lose the fluff, I guess. <laughs> okay. I appreciate that. A little bit of, you don't know what you're missing. And at the same time of like, if it's not that important, do I really need it? Yeah. And, and to me, the answer is no. As someone that's not a major movie buff or like super into how movies are filmed and cameras and all of that, you know, I'm okay with losing a little bit of fluff off the sides. Okay. And I, I'm going to keep hitting you with hypotheticals just because uh, to me, that's helping feel out like, is there a point where you would ever draw the line and pick widescreen? That's what I'm seeing. And so far, mm -hmm. it doesn't sound like it. But what if you were trying to watch, um, say, like a documentary about mm -hmm. a nature landscape? So somebody filmed the Grand Canyon. So the subject matter mm -hmm. is the entire screen. So the entire focus isn't like a central person or object. Mm -hmm. you're filming a landscape like a mountain range or a safari where like the entire frame is part of what they're trying to show you of like you know a national park at that point could you deem the edges fluff because it's still i mean it's the similar landscape but it is a portion of the main focus see that's a hard one because i have definitely on multiple occasions gone to YouTube and watched just like flyovers of j different incredible places in the world. And that I've always watched in full screen, I guess you would say, because the way the video was uploaded and created was meant to fit the specs of, you know, YouTube videos or whatever. It like, it just automatically, if you hit full the screen. button to yeah. your screen, it, it's full screen, obviously. So I like that experience because again, to me, it's about feeling as if I'm there. And if I have black edges, it doesn't feel as much as if I'm there, but that's a scenario where I would be more interested in hitting widescreen. If I knew truly, you know, whoever created what I'm watching was, I want to show you the entirety of the Grand Canyon. like. And it was pitched that way, like your best viewing experience would be to watch it in widescreen. That is the recommended option for this particular film mm -hmm. or documentary. Then I would do that. I just want what's going to be the best, most immersive, most visually satisfying experience because I'm a very visual person and a very imaginative daydreamer kind of a person that likes to imagine being in places. And so if I have any extra little visual distractions that takes me out of that, for me, that's not as fun or entertaining. That makes sense. And you brought up a good point that I had never thought about of to be in widescreen, it zooms out. And truly, mm -hmm. you may not be missing the pieces of the edges that you lose with full screen but you will lose mm -hmm. some detail because it's zoomed out. And that might be something I've taken for granted, having, you know, decent vision that I've never thought mm -hmm. about before of people that maybe struggle to see things that are smaller or further away. They would mm -hmm. probably prefer full screen because otherwise, if it gets too far away, 
it might just kind of fade out of focus and become fuzzy. Yeah, it probably depends on it as somebody that doesn't have any vision issues. Um, I don't know, but it, I would guess it probably depends on if you're nearsighted or farsighted. Mm -hmm. And that is with zero lived experience or scientific medical research. <laughs> like if you are able to th see things better further away, maybe widescreen is better. Like maybe it kind of simulates you being further from the subject, or maybe it doesn't matter because still your eyes are the same distance from the screen. Oh, geez. <laughs> I don't, I don't know how that works. I've never experienced that. And I've never honestly thought to ask anybody that doesn't have 2020 vision, what that's like, like if it makes a difference. Yeah, that would be a really interesting question. And I have no idea if anyone's ever tested that research-wise of, you know, do people that have nearsighted vision choose to watch things in full screen and have it be bigger, people with farsighted? Like, is that setting at all dependent on people's vision or is it just personal preference? Or is this a nitpicky detail that most people truly do not care about? But I feel like almost everyone, they inherently pick one. Like mm -hmm. there, there's been one that either they have done their whole life or their family has done their whole life and I find it interesting because we grew up together and obviously mm -hmm. at some point I switched and I can't pinpoint when because we definitely watched it all the time on that big huge box tv in full screen all the kids movies were in full screen and I can't yeah. remember as a little kid watching it in widescreen mm -mm. and so I have no idea when that switch happened maybe you went to college and that was your big rebel decision that you made i was like <laughs> screw full screen it's a widescreen now baby i'll have to get a tattoo saying widescreen for life or something <laughs> yeah oh gosh exactly uh, but i don't even know why i would have made that change because I, yeah i went to movie theaters pretty frequently in college i would take advantage of their like cheap deals on weekdays they were always full screen so and i can't imagine that any of my roommates specifically picked widescreen so i mean obviously i've collected a lot of movies my guess is because i can vividly picture looking at a box and seeing like when i was trying to learn the difference between widescreen and full screen seeing them show mm -hmm. the diagram of like widescreen you're gonna like have the little black bars underneath versus full screen, you're going to lose some bars on the side and being like, mm -hmm. Oh, well, I'm going to pick the one that shows the whole movie. Like I can picture doing that in my head, but I have no idea when that happened. And if that was the mm -hmm. difference. Yeah. I don't know. I've never made the switch obviously. So I don't have a defining moment story. It would be really fun. You brought up a cool idea of watching a movie back to back or side by side mm -hmm. somehow and seeing mm -hmm. if it truly um, makes a big difference and then mm -hmm. seeing if that would impact one of us switching our opinions. Yeah. See, cause I'm the kind of person that like, if I have the remote, I would choose full screen. But if I just sat down and a movie was already on, I don't really think much about what setting they've already the the person that turned it on already put it in like I don't have that strong of an opinion where 
I'm like put off of watching a movie if it's in widescreen that somebody already turned on. Like, unless, you know, I, I don't know that I would really even notice all that much. But yeah, I would love to watch both versions at some point and see what what is my actual opinion? What do I really prefer? And I don't even think you could do it one right after the other. I think they'd have to be side by side to truly mm -hmm. see the difference. But yeah, like if we took our laptops and watched them, like set them up next to each other. Mm -hmm. Well, pencil it in next time we see each other. I know what we're doing. <laughs> Yeah, no, that would actually block out an hour and a half. That'd be a fun little experiment. And I mean, you wouldn't have to watch the whole movie. And honestly, you could probably take a couple of a couple of different examples, you know, do mm -hmm. like a, a movie that's heavily CGI and see if you're losing tons of, you know, computer generated images like, you know, Avatar that's mm -hmm. got so much detail. Like, are you losing a lot in there versus if you're watching a sitcom like The Office, I feel like full screen, like what you were talking about, makes a lot of sense. Because all you're mm -hmm. going to see is kind of people sitting at their desks in the background. Right. Well, and Avatar is an interesting example because so when I watched the new the newest Avatar uh, movie a couple months ago, we ended up getting tickets for I don't even remember what it was called. But essentially, there was the screen in front of you, but then they also projected things down the side. So it was like a 270 degree movie viewing experience. Now, obviously, when they release that for people to watch in their homes, most people don't have a 270 degree viewing capabilities at home. But with a movie like that, is that full screen because it fills the screen? And you're not missing anything or is it widescreen because it's so like it's a mm. you know it doesn't have much height to it right it's a rectangle that wraps around you the shape of the that viewing experience if you flattened it out would more so represent the widescreen than a full screen but people aren't probably going to have that side yeah the side panels but they did put a ton of extra nature stuff which i really enjoyed because again then i felt like i was in it mm -hmm. which is why i like full screen but if you flattened it out that looked like widescreen so i don't even maybe that's in its own category honestly yeah i kind of feel like that would be its own category maybe a little bit similar to um what's it called when they project movies up onto a domed ceiling in like a oh. oh my gosh there's one that they do it's not, at like you're not talking about imax right no this is like a lot of them they'll do it for movies about like space and stuff like that where they're projecting mm -hmm. stars mm -hmm. up and you're truly laying back like flat mm -hmm. on the ground almost to look up and it's a dome like an observatory that they're projecting it on and they'll do other it's usually like mm. nature documentary things but um oh my gosh what is that called i don't know i don't know that i've ever done that i know we did that one in disney world that wasn't it for canada and it was 360 but i don't remember ever doing anything 
that was specifically in a dome above my head. Maybe I did. I was like a little kid on a field trip, but that memory is not coming back to me if that happened. Um, I don't think I've ever truly done it before. Oh, hold on. So Google is telling us that you got it somewhat. So IMAX mm -hmm. is the term that used to be called IMAX Dome or the Omnimax. Oh. And so it was a like 360 dome viewing style that they used to do. Mm. And but now there's all sorts of like you can go see IMAX versions of movies on regular TV screens. And usually I felt like that's just like a higher quality sound and image. Like I've seen many IMAX movies and they've never been a dome theater. It's always been the exact same theater mm -hmm. I've been in before. Sometimes it's been in a nicer theater. Like I've noticed that the chairs and the speakers and like the lighting and everything mm -hmm. is better mm -hmm. and like a higher quality. But now I feel foolish. I always thought it was called like astronomy films or something like that. I don't know. Hmm. Maybe that was like the C. I could totally see that being a series at OMSI. I just threw out IMAX because it was the only other movie theater term I knew, not because I thought it was right. No, well, you got it, but it would be. You know, the, you, oh, sorry, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say it would be interesting to see if you preferred the rectangles on the side or laying on your back and looking at like kind of a dome coming around you. Mm hmm which one feels better. And given the fact that it looks like a lot of those domes have phased out and never mm -hmm. were very popular, probably because it's really hard to eat any kind of snack or drink anything when you have to <laughs> lay flat like a board. Right. But um, I don't know. It would be interesting. I guess you could take a movie projector and project it on the ceiling, but I would choose a wall before I would choose mm -hmm. to have to lay on the ground. Yeah, same. You know, but I think you bringing this up unlocked a thought that I feel like might possibly explain my love for full screen even more, even more than being like the most boring rule follower ever that was like, mom and dad always put it on full screen. So like, that's what I still do. <laughs> I'm wondering if part of it, and I don't know this kind of chicken or the egg, which came first, but. I feel like part of what at the very least reinforced my love for full screen is the fact that the ride soaring over California now soaring over the world, which is the lesser version in my opinion, but that's besides the point. I'm, I'm still going to call it soaring over California. Like that's my favorite ride. And it's because I feel like I'm in it because the screen now I know that the screen has a curve to it. Mm-hmm. And also you're like pretending that you're hang gliding and that to me is very fun. But it's that immersive feeling that I think I'm drawn to. It's that I'm, I have the full picture. So I agree with you that uh, that ride, and when you started pitching it, I'm like, she's going for Soaring Over California. Like I could see it coming <laughs> no, a mile no. away. <laughs> it's like we grew up together. Yeah. Um, it does a great job of being immersive, especially with the way that they do the chairs and the smells and all that and the curve. Mm -hmm. It's awesome. And as a little kid, it suckered me in and I was fully immersed. But as I got bigger, I started to be able to see once I got taller, people's shoes mm -hmm. and the other chairs. And because the screen is so big 
and wrapping around and the whole image it makes me want to look around i start mm -hmm. seeing the other chairs and it actually pulls me out more than if it was condensed down a little bit i probably wouldn't look and truly start turning my head yeah. you know that's a good point i do i mean i'm such a fan of the ride that i do have my favorite in my opinion the premium seats where <laughs> if i can please sit in this row in this tier in this section like that's where i want to be because oh, yeah. it does center you on the screen it limits the amount of other stuff that you see and i've definitely been there like i get distracted i'm like oh look there's the guardrail below my feet like you're right i think i just i think part of it is the as um illogical i guess as it is there is a part of me that i think has the but i've always loved this ride so i'm willing to ignore that and per just yeah. pretend like I love it so much. I'm able to pretend like I'm the only person there for the most part. Like I'm willing to just not look at the flip flops that are dangling above my head. Oh yeah. Because the rest of it is so incredible, I guess. Mm -hmm. no. Yeah. I do wish you could be like moved further into that curve closer to the screen. So it truly wrapped around you. Or if they made the screen wrap further on the sides, and then even if you did look next to you, it was like, oh, we're still in the forest, but, you know, I have some people next to me, but we're still, as far as I can see, we're still in that forest or flying over the orange groves or whatever it is. No, that's a good point. I wonder if I mean, they'll ever make that change, if it would be worth it to them, because I, um, I agree, like, even if you are seeing the people next to you by turning you mm -hmm. still would probably feel like you're on a hang glider mm -hmm. just in the forest and that you're doing it with right. like partners yeah that's kind of my point i do i don't know that they would ever do it i'm obviously not a an imagineer uh so i don't know the the scientific process that i'm sure they go through when they create rides but just as a person that has been on the ride, the difference for me between soaring over California and soaring over the world, the world one, I don't like as much, even though it might be technically higher quality or more visually engaging or whatever, because the thing, some of the scenes, the landmarks that they filmed don't work in my opinion on a curved surface. So oh, to okay. me, flying towards the Eiffel Tower and the Eiffel Tower is hanging to the right, that to me is like, well, I'm not at the Eiffel Tower. That pulls me out of it. So I'm not sure they would ever expand that curve because I wonder if they would run into similar problems unless they truly just had like trees or something next to you. Mm -hmm. I'm not sure it would work well if you were trying to simulate flying through the buildings of New York City, which so many of those, like they're all vertical, very linear, vertical planes, I think they would be warped on a curved surface. And that would be very distracting to me. Okay. That makes sense. So looping back, because we got a little sidetracked by an awesome ride. Yeah, sorry. My no, bad. no, you're good. Uh, you made a good point of that movie theater that you went to that had the side screens that's not mm -hmm. 
to my knowledge, commercially available for TVs, which makes sense. But if yeah. they created, because TVs are slightly rectangular in shape, and I feel mm -hmm. like are kind of getting more so because they seem to get longer mm -hmm. versus wider. That's why they get measured for like, if you get a 70 inch TV, that's the hypotenuse. It's not like the length mm -hmm. or the height. Um, if TVs truly become the correct size, that the ratio fits, that the widescreen setting fits in without the black lines, would you pick widescreen at that point? Or would you still click full yep. screen to have it zoom in? No, if, if the if the ratios matched up, because then in a sense, it would almost become full screen because okay, it would actually yeah. fit the screen, right? Mm -hmm. I'm fine. So if you could purchase like an extra wide TV that widescreen, you know, shows would fit perfectly, that would work mm -hmm. great for you. And you would just be like, all right. Yeah, I think so. I mean, now there might be some difference there of like, if I'm going to watch, I don't know what screen sizes TV shows are put in. So, you know, if you watched anything other than a widescreen movie on quote unquote, a widescreen specific TV, yeah. TV, I don't know how other things would look. And so maybe I wouldn't purchase it. But if I could choose a TV that fit the dimensions of a widescreen movie, just for that viewing experience, that is what I would pick. Okay, that makes sense. I think and this is my uneducated guess from what i know most movies get filmed using wider lenses and i would then guess that a lot of tv shows do as well just based off the fact of they're trying to be able to expand the focus and to get some of the setting and the background that they've built mm -hmm. because they they'll always have the ability to zoom in on the character right or on an mm -hmm. object, but it's a lot harder if you have a square to be able to show things moving in the periphery. Mm -hmm. So I feel like, again, uneducated guess that most shows probably get filmed now in that setting. That's purely based off of what I've seen on streaming services like Netflix and stuff, how a lot of them, it automatically mm -hmm. just puts it into widescreen. But who knows? Maybe that's because I've been watching widescreen forever and maybe my Netflix is automatically doing that. And I have no idea. Huh. Now, the next time I watch Netflix, I'm going to pay attention. See, that's that was my point earlier of I don't care enough to really pay that much attention, but I care if I have the choice. Mm -hmm. Yeah. If that makes sense. No, I don't think I've actively picked widescreen or full screen for a television show but i mm -hmm. have done it when the dvd prompts me yeah it feels like you have to like they've given you that choice and now mm -hmm. like it's not like a yes no maybe like it's which one either or uh -huh. that's so interesting that if you take away the choice like everyone's just happy and watches it without caring i just i guess i naively assume they're showing me the best format that this could be presented in. And so I just take it at face value, essentially. But then there's some people have specialized TVs or equipments that I know truly will adjust the like picture ratio and like the contrast and the lighting every single time they do a movie to get the best experience because it's, you know, in theory, it's different for each one. 
So I mm -hmm. could see somebody, if they're really into that, changing it each time. Because I bet the streaming service probably picks what they think in general is the best for mm -hmm. each, for TVs in general. I'm guessing that like those streaming services aren't sophisticated enough to know, are they being played on a laptop or a TV? And if so, what size mm -hmm. it is and if it should be widescreen or full screen. Yeah, I mean, it would shock me if a streaming service was capable of that, but who knows? They might be. Um, yeah, see, I'm, I'm just not... I enjoy watching things, but I also get distracted very easily, clearly, by the tangent about a Disneyland ride. Like, I, <laughs> I rarely just, at this point in my life, as a little kid, different story, but at this point in my life, I rarely just sit and watch something and do nothing else, but fully focus on everything that's on the screen because that that's just not my personality like I'm doing something else while mostly listening to a show or a movie now if I'm really into something or it's something that I know is going to take my attention like a mystery where I'm really trying to figure out what's going on or there's lots of layers of symbolism and all of this stuff that I'm really paying attention to because all of the tiny details matter, then I'll pay more attention to the screen. So I think if I was like that with anything and everything that I watch, I would probably care more about what you're talking about, the all of those little settings. But because in general, I'm multitasking <laughs> or doing things simultaneously or whatever like i don't i never even think to fiddle with the lighting and the contrast I, it never even crosses my mind when we were watching harry potter last weekend and you changed the settings i was like oh that was so nice what a great idea i never would have thought to do that to make it easier to see like i just that's not my kind of that's not who i am i guess and to be fair the only reason why I did that is for whatever reason, they filmed those movies in the darkest possible light ever, mm -hmm. where I feel like you miss more details by leaving it mm -hmm. in the regular setting versus like mm -hmm. a standard movie. I'm going to use the office again. That's filmed brightly. I wouldn't touch it. Like I wouldn't care because right. I know you're going to be able to see it, but those movies and stuff like maybe Batman it's just filmed really, really dark. Like mm -hmm. you can't always see what's happening. And then I feel like you're, it actually matters a lot because mm -hmm. you're losing the subject, not even like you're losing the edges or like background details. Mm -hmm. Like you're not able to see the main character. Like that's frustrating. And right. that's why I did that. Um, I think you, you've got a good point of like in average it doesn't matter or you don't notice it if you're not paying attention um i think mm -hmm. i'm a little bit different because i love trying to find sneaky details and like mm -hmm. hidden things within the show that the idea that there's something that they put in really clever like disneyland the hidden mickeys 
I love that. Mm -hmm. And so I'm looking Mm -hmm. everywhere, even places that, you know, aren't that interesting to look at, like, you know, all the stones on the ground or whatever. I'm still looking because to me, it's, it's exciting basically to be hunting and looking for those details. And Mm -hmm. so having that wide screen provides more information to look at and a higher chance, whether there's ever anything actually in that little amount that you're going to lose in full screen. I don't know, but Mm -hmm. to me, I don't know. I think I get suckered in by the fact that there could be, it's that mystery of like, Mm -hmm. there might be. See that, that makes a ton of sense. And that's, why I said I'll pay more attention if it's something I know I should pay attention to, like a mystery. Like, for instance, Knives Out. Mm -hmm. I was watching that movie and I was doing exactly what you're talking about. If it's a mystery, a whodunit, uh, there's going to likely be a twist somewhere here (laughs) in the story. I'm doing exactly that. I'm looking for any little clue, bit of foreshadowing that's hidden anywhere. Unfortunately, now I'm realizing I think I've been operating under the assumption of if whoever created the movie decided to put those little Easter eggs Mm -hmm. into a scene, they would do so. So they existed no matter what format you watched it in. So I never considered the fact that I might miss something like that by choosing full screen over widescreen but that's just blind faith. And I'm only now realizing I've been operating under that assumption. And I'm going to point out, you said mystery, which I think is a great example of like a genre where it really matters. Another mm-hmm. one that I know you watch a lot of scary movies. Mm-hmm. The amount of times you'll catch like a shadow just right on the edge of the frame mm-hmm. It always Mm -hmm. makes me wonder, like, the difference between widescreen and full screen. Does that shadow show up? Yes or no? I don't know. Maybe this is why I don't find scary movies all that scary anymore. Is because I'm always choosing widescreen and cutting the scary parts off. And I don't even see the jump scares. (laughs) Like, maybe that's why I'm feeling brave. Is because I'm not even watching the full version. (laughs) I think we got to pick, like... Uh, a high CGI movie, a mystery looking movie, and then like a scary movie and watch mm-hmm. little chunks of each side by side and see like if there's a difference. Agreed. Yeah. Because now like my heart still calls for full screen, but you've brought up some very solid arguments for widescreen. And now I'm kind of questioning what I've been doing with my life, <laughs> like just <laughs> blindly following that this was the right, cho- like, I remember being a kid and having that, the two options pop up on the screen mm-hmm. and automatically being like, when their right mind would choose widescreen. Like I had such a opinion that full screen was the right way to do it, that I considered widescreen the wrong way to do it. Yeah. And I will agree with you. As a kid, we had a big box square TV where widescreen mm-hmm. worked, or sorry, excuse me, where full screen was the correct choice. Because if you picked widescreen, it seriously became like the bottom quarter of the screen was black and the top 
quarter screen that was black like you were only able Mm -hmm. to watch the movie in like half of the screen total it was a big black bar on top big black bar on bottom it was a big Mm -hmm. deal and once tvs kind of made the flip to being rectangular it made that a little bit more even and those black bars got a lot thinner Um, right so no i i agree if you've got a square tv full screen Mm -hmm. like i will 100 percent agree with that but i feel like now most laptops tablets tv screens they're a rectangle you got to pick the rectangular format Mm -hmm. no i think you're right i think i've just continued to click full screen okay not that i'm watching dvs dvds all that often where i'm given the choice very often like that's not a it's not as common in my life as it used to be like growing up but i know that if i decided to watch a movie tonight on it from a dvd and put it in i would without thinking i mean now after this conversation i'd probably think a little bit more but i think i would just click full screen so a real question because i'm an old soul at heart that loves the dvds and the vhs tapes and i know you do as well but mm-hmm. has this issue somewhat just disappeared with all the people that just watch movies through streaming services like so many of my friends oh my god it would drive me insane some of them would buy dvds download the digital copy like get that code and then would throw away the dvd and i'm like Ooh. why and they're like well i don't need it anymore i have my my code or whatever and that just blew my mind but if they're on those platforms and they typically don't prompt you to change which one you're doing you know in between each mm-hmm. viewing are people even going through this question as much like little kids they are watching stuff through streaming all the time they've mm-hmm. got their little tablets or whatever like they're not putting in dvds Mm-mm. so i don't feel like they're getting the know. same passionate i grew up doing this setting yeah i feel like we're definitely dating ourselves with this entire topic and it took however many minutes it's been to realize it yeah but I bet- but yeah i think you might be right like it because that's what I'm saying. I don't get prompted very often, so I don't think about it. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm watching things on streaming platforms most of the time, so I'm not given that choice. But that fire comes back as soon as you throw in a DVD. <laughs> oh, instantly. Turn on Beauty and the Beast full screen all the way, mm-hmm. 100% of the time. Gosh. All right. We'll have to test it. I'm going to go with, given yeah. that statement, you're sticking with your stance. The initial gut feeling you know i i'm sticking with it now but i am reserving the right to change my opinion after this experiment because i i do have to be honest with myself and realize i could be very incorrect you've okay. brought up some excellent points as i sit right now i'm fully comfortable with full screen post experiment I might be realizing that I've lost a lot of viewing pleasure over the years, just not even knowing. All right. Well, I'm excited for this experiment. We'll have to do 
an update, like a little widescreen versus full screen episode recap or part two once we mm-hmm. do it. But yeah, I think I'm going to stick with widescreen as well. And who knows, maybe we'll go through it and maybe they formatted it so well that the difference is basically nothing. And I've been the fool where I could have been watching it bigger this whole time. Instead, you've been squinting yeah. for all these years. <laughs> so we'll have I don't to know. find I out. I doubt it, but it's possible. All right. Um, any final thoughts? No, nope, I'm just excited for, for this experiment. Okay. So thank you for listening to this episode of the Whiteboard Debate. We hope you enjoyed our discussion about when you're picking a movie, do you select widescreen or full screen? Which one is better? If you want to continue the debate and voice your own serious and respectful opinions, you can find us at Whiteboard Debate on Instagram and at Whiteboard Debat on Twitter. There are links to all of our platforms in the show notes. Since we are a new podcast, please keep an eye out for the future. Um, we'll have some updates or announcements. Join us next episode for another lively debate and see you next time.